Sick Boy Wolfgang Production presents The Halloween Conspiracy with Jerry Horror. A deep dive into the roots and origins of infamous local urban myths, legends, and folklore. Listen closely. Your life may depend on it. Welcome to the Halloween Conspiracy with me, your host, Jerry Hara. Join us for this limited series as we delve into the supernatural phenomenon of this little place we know as Long Island, New York. Don't forget to subscribe and stay updated on all events regarding this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, friends beyond the binary, this is the Halloween Conspiracy with me, Jerry Hara, your host. Hey folks, I hope you've been good. Hope everything is going along spooky for this Halloween season. I'm having fun. I'm drinking my Ecto Cooler, homemade of course. Hey, I see, bring back Ecto Cooler. Decorating the house. I even got a costume for my cat. Uh... She's going to be one of the characters from the Adams Family, Wednesday Adams. Um, I can't seem to keep the costume on the cat, but yeah. So anyway, sorry I digress. Um, today's episode is all about the Wardenclyffe Tower. And this is obviously something else that uh, went on on Long Island over in Shoreham. We're going to get into the history of it give people a better idea of what went on. Some of this stuff dates back. I mean, Jesus, 1901. The Wardenclyffe Tower, also known as the Tesla Tower, was an early experimental wireless transmission and electricity harning station designed by Nikola Tesla on Long Island in 1901-1902. Located in the village of Shoreham, New York, Tesla intended to transmit messages telephony, and even facsimile images? I mean, in 1901, the technology just wasn't there. I mean, that's absolutely crazy. He was going to send these messages across the Atlantic to England and to ships at sea based on his theories of using the Earth to conduct signals. Tesla's decision to scale up the facility and implement the ideas of wireless power transmission to better compete with Guglielmo Marconi, say that five times fast, folks, his radio-based telegraph system was met with refusal to fund the changes by the project's primary backer, who you might know as financier J.P. Morgan. Additional investment could not be found, and the project was ultimately abandoned in 1906. Hey, folks, if you're online and you're using the Google machine, take a look at some of these towers. Man, it looks like a UFO. Absolutely crazy, especially so early. I mean, turn-of-the-century stuff here. In an attempt to satisfy Tesla's debts, the tower was demolished for scrap in 1917, and the property was taken in a foreclosure in 1922. For over 50 years, Wardenclyffe was a processing facility, producing photography supplies. Many buildings were added to the site. Its occupants had been trimmed down. Basically, the land it occupied was 200 acres. 
shrunk down to 16 acres. They sold off most of it. But the original 94 by 94 foot brick building designed by Stanford White remains standing to this day. You think that place is haunted? Yeah, you better bet your bottom dollar it is. In the 1980s and 2000s, hazardous waste from the photographic era was cleaned up, the land being very toxic. After it was cleaned up from all this hazardous material, the site was sold and cleared for new development. A grassroots campaign to save the site succeeded in purchasing the property in 2013 by the Aurora... What? Okay. Uh, look, folks, I'm just reading this. Uh, apparently, the Aurora Institute bought this place in 2013. Uh, their plans were to build a future museum dedicated to Nikola Tesla? I gotta be honest with you, folks. You know, we've, we've been talking about all this stuff on Long Island... You know, it just kind of seems that this Aurora Institute has quite a few tentacles far-reaching into businesses, historical sites. I mean, why would they want that property? You know, what's so special about it? What's there? I mean, the tower's gone. I mean, the original brick building that hosted the Wardenclyffe Tower is there. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at some of the images of this site, and it it's... It, it look... I don't want to put any validity to the claims that some of the people who have been calling this podcast in recent weeks, but this overarching theory that this Aurora Institute has been purchasing these pieces of land, I mean, what's the correlation? Obviously, it's good business. I mean, at the end of the day, isn't that what it's all about? It's about business. But all these different haunted houses over the years... Even more recent years, Chamber of Horrors uh, in the 90s, House of the Living Dead. I've been doing a bit of research here and I really didn't want to get into this. I don't want to get myself into trouble. But it seems that Aurora has a hand in all of these haunted experiences. Hey, look, somebody there must be a real big fan of Halloween. Speaking of which, this week's episode is brought to us by Dark Knight Halloween World gonna be a spooky good time for everybody bring the kids gonna be fun we're gonna have pumpkins we're gonna have black cats witches boy it's gonna be a good time this dark night halloween world proud sponsor of the halloween conspiracy uh shout out to those folks over there hey um i mean nah you i mean (laughs) no well maybe I mean, just maybe this Aurora Institute has some kind of controlling interest in all of these haunted attractions. Because I gotta be honest with you, as I go through the documentation here, their names are on the deeds to a lot of these different properties. Which is kind of absolutely terrifying. Uh, Somebody over there must really like spooky season, because, dear God. There, I mean, come on, this can't be... Right? Like, this can't be legit. This is this has got to be some kind of a... Did somebody start... You know, like, people are able to edit things on Wikipedia. They're able to edit these pages. This is probably just somebody pulling a prank, right? And if I had to guess, this the Krom Davdon character 
Uh, <laughs> he's probably behind all of this. If I had to guess, he's probably some uh, some neckbeard nerd who runs a, a you know a Facebook group or an Instagram page dealing with all of this nonsense. Like I said, all these people they they want to be social media famous. So uh, I guess this is part of his vast conspiracy to open up all these portals. Come on. Do you guys buy that? Because I'm going to tell you something. I don't. All right. This seems to be another whole bunch of malarkey in order for these folks to profit and pump up the volume of their haunted attractions. Again, this is more marketing than fact, if you get what I'm saying. This Wardenclyffe thing goes a lot deeper than I thought it did. You know, the more I get into it, it seems like there's uh, quite a bit of phenomena associated with, um... What the... F oh, hey, <laughs> this is crazy. You gotta be kidding me. After all this time, this, this Stephen Bromley character, he's been dodging my calls, he won't return my emails. And look what we have here. An email from one Stephen Bromley. Uh, it looks as though there's no message, no heading, nothing, just a wave file, an audio file. Hey, doesn't seem to be that long. Let's uh, let's discover it together. You can get my real-time reaction to this uh, lunatic's uh, wave file. So here we go. I'm going to play it now, folks. Jerry, I have been listening, and there's something you need to know. My name is Steve Brownlee, and I am told I work in the Public Relations Division of the Aurora Institute. You, however, may know this department as the Ministry of Disinformation. Although I work for them, be forewarned my experience is far from positive. With my first exposure to them, I initially thought I was recruited and picked personally by the executives to write for their internal newspaper. The truth, however, was that they were trying to control people with propaganda. Naturally, I rebelled to this autocratic power, and that's when I learned they had placed my consciousness into a simulation. I did what I could to spread the truth to others, such as writing about how many projects and companies were facades for their own evil doing, and compiled evidence of the truth, sometimes through cryptic code within my writing. But they threatened to hurt my friends and family if I did not comply. When that didn't work, they turned everyone against me, and I was on my own. I had to put a stop to this and thought I had destroyed them. They didn't exist in the new world I found myself in. I seemed to be the only survivor, and I was alone in an unfamiliar place. I went to sleep one night, and I woke up somewhere different, and again, my reality was skewed. I found myself in a small, white room, lined with monitors on the walls, floors, and ceiling. It was a bittersweet moment for me, finding myself somewhere new. Perhaps I wasn't alone after all, and this was the brand new start. Then it dawned on me. I previously was in a simulation within a simulation, and now find myself here, wherever that may be. Shortly after this, the monitors flickered to life. Static at first, and then the same image playing over and over, never clear, fuzzy sometimes, warped others, but always the same. It's of me, in this room, forcing me to see what I've become on an infinite loop. The Institute have manipulated, lied, and tortured my very soul in the past, and still continue to do so. It's never enough for them. They want to take more and more until you become an empty husk of the person you once were. I asked myself at the end of the first simulation, who can say what's real anymore? Are we just in a different kind of simulation now? And I still can't answer that question. The uncertainty has broken me. 
I have no perception of what is real anymore and how many more simulations I have been in or are to be involved in. I have very little strength left to fight, so here I am in this room, forced to write for the Aurora Enquirer and only let out to use the bathroom. I have no choice but to do it. They have won and probably knew they always would. They enjoy to see me and the torture they inflict of a once proud man who stood up for what's right, reduced to watching himself working and posting for an organisation as his will slowly declines every single day. It's an infinite and ultimate repeated suffering. The Aurora Institute represents many things and like peeling an onion, once you start looking deeper, there are many layers, some of which I haven't even begun to peel myself. I've come to realise I may never say most, as their true intentions are always shrouded in secrecy, hiding their real purpose behind other things. They symbolise a power that has one purpose, and that is absolute control. They are a system that exists to bring in those that would submit fully to their tasks and their requests to carry out their will, and if you don't comply, they threaten, punish, blackmail you, or even worse. This is why I needed to reach out to speak to you from the heart, so do you not find yourself in the same sorry state as myself. I have a warning for you to heed. Jerry, you're working for them now. Dark Knight Halloween World is another front company for the Institute. You are in danger. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> this guy's crazy. I mean, there's no way that any of this... He's saying this, this uh, Dark Knight... Uh, Halloween world. They're affiliated with Aurora. That's crazy. Let me go. You know, is, <laughs> go to the website here. Let me just enter it in. It's uh, darknightli.com. Okay. Let's see. You'll buy tickets, location. What? <laughs> okay. So if you go to darknightli.com, man, it appears as though on the bottom of this site, uh, Aurora Interactive LLC Entertainment Division of the Aurora Institute. What the f? This is crazy. I mean, there's, there's no way. This has got to be a put on, right? You guys are pulling my leg. There's no way that any of this could possibly be real. We'll be right back with more of the Halloween Conspiracy with Jerry Horror. One of BuzzFeed's top 20 haunts nationwide. Dark Knight Halloween World featuring the retro haunted Halloween trail and the 3D Psycho Asylum. 10 out of 10. Very scary. I recommend it. Monster lovers, young and old, living and dead, you can now make it Halloween all year round. The Gooligans are dying for you to check out their creepy comedy horror show now on their YouTube channel. Have you been ravenous for programs that are geared more towards your sick sensibility? Have you been fiending for horror and comedy so fun that it makes you want to scream? Well, dig no further. 
full episodes of the Gooligans miniseries are available for you to sink your teeth into. And if you don't know about the Gooligans, it's like the monkeys meets the monsters meets Pee-wee's Playhouse. These fun party monsters exist purely to bring on the death of your life-sucking normal everyday TV show. The Gooligans follows the adventures of Boris Stein, the monstrous Frankenstein construct, Wolfgang W. Wolfgang, the likable lycanthrope, and Void, king of the slow zombies, joined by a cadre of your favorite cult cretins, including vampires, sea creatures, luchadors, and sexy go-go girls. Check out the full episodes of their miniseries now on the Gooligans YouTube channel and have a scary good time. Stay spooky all year long at Strange Love Parlor, Long Island's exquisite oddities and curiosity parlor in Lindenhurst, New York. They've got some ghastly apparel. Strange Love Parlor supplies an array of goth jewelry, unisex horror-themed gear, Halloween accoutrement, monstrous purses and wallets, spooky pins, patches, and stickers, providing you with the most wonderful and the most strange of treasures. Visit Strange Love Parlor regularly to find the item of your dreams, or perhaps even your nightmares. Grab your ghoul gang and visit today. Strange Love Parlor in Lindenhurst, Long Island, New York. What the f- You gotta be kidding me. It's almost midnight. Who the f*** could be at my house? Hello? What? This is a telegram from the Aurora Delivery Services? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, is this... Are you guys trying to serve me a notice? No, dude, I'm just... Uh, I'm I want to I want to let man. you know that I'm armed in here. I okay? here, dude. Okay. Yeah, well... Yeah, get the hell off my property. All right, have a nice night. This is crazy. Oh, man. I've got a telegram here from Aurora. Or, well, the Aurora delivery system, whatever the hell that is. ADS. I'm not really familiar with them. Ring, ring. Oh, man. You gotta be kidding me. Hello? Cherry, baby, booby, bobby, how are ya? Uh, I'm fine. I I don't appreciate uh, sending uh, goons to my house at damn near midnight on a Wednesday. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. Listen, listen, I wanted to talk to you. Uh... We're all really happy with your work here at the Institute, and we want to thank you in advance again for, one, taking the job, and two, letting us produce your little podcast. Wait, what? Yeah, everything Steve said to you was real, but Steve's not a problem anymore. you got to be kidding me. Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean Steve's not a problem anymore? You know... I said if you had any questions... I've got a lot of questions. You would talk to me about them, but you didn't. You kept digging on your own, and... You know? It's called journalistic integrity, pal. 
Right, well, you should get a job at CNN then, because you're awful at it. Look, I don't appreciate all this nonsense, and uh, I got news for you. I've got lawyers too, okay? And and I've got uh, a lawyer on retainer. I know people. I'm a pillar of this community, and I'm not going to stand for this, because you know what this is? This is harassment, plain and simple. Mm, you, yeah, you're going to do something about it? You gotta, you, gotta get, you gotta get up out of your chair and go run over to Dark Knight Halloween World and warn everybody about what we're gonna do? No, well, you know what? I'm gonna contact my local authorities and see what the hell is going on there because I gotta be honest with you, uh, whatever you guys are doing, whatever kind of cult you're leading over there, uh, <laughs> this ain't gonna fly with me, pal. Let's put it that way. Yeah, like, we totally don't want you to do that. Please don't do that. You know what? Not only are you going to hear from my lawyer, but I plan on marching down to your little haunt and I'm going to raise some good old fashioned hell. I'm tired of this. This is harassment. I don't know what kind of game you people are playing, but I'm going to tell you one thing. It's over. This Halloween, I don't care about the sponsorship. I don't care about the ad dollars. I'll go advertise for some half-ass pizzeria. One thing is for certain, you will see my ugly mug at your little uh, soiree this Halloween. And you can take that to the bank, pal. Very nice, very nice. Jerry, I don't know why you're playing the game like this, but you've been working us with, with, with us since, oh my God, since you worked at Hassle Living Dead. Wait, how, how did you know that? We're the Aurora Institute, Jerry. Man. From Beyond 2. What? Yeah. You remember that? Wait, 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 wait. That was the show that we almost got accused of just, you know, scamming people out of thousands and thousands of dollars. And we did, for all intents and purposes, but we needed the funding, Jerry. We needed the funding. We had to open up all those portals on that property. You remember that show? Yeah, I do remember. You worked I, security I was working, at that show, I yes, think, right? I worked as security on that show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're a little responsible for all this happening, aren't you? Look, man, uh, I was just trying to earn a couple of extra dollars here. I, I'm not the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah, well, we definitely don't want you to show up on the property on Halloween night between 7 and 10 p.m. warning people about what's going to happen to them. I am flummoxed by this malarkey, and I am going to put a stop to it. I'm going to put a stop to everything you people are doing. This is some kind of a prank. I do not believe one iota of it. You guys have gone really far to market your little haunted house, but the buck stops here, pal. It stops now. It ends tonight. It ends on Halloween. It's a wrap on you and everybody in your organization, and you will be hearing from my lawyer on Monday morning. All right, buddy, we'll see you soon. Bye. You've got to be kidding me. The implications of all of this is that this is a far-reaching, overarching conspiracy to open portals all over Long Island. Oh, man, this is not even a show anymore. I don't even know what the hell we're doing. At this point, I'm just documenting my life. The The show has been done for a long time. I don't, you know, I got to be honest with you folks. I don't even know what I'm going to do here. I mean, God damn it. 
you know, I don't really know what the point of all of this is. It's not like, you know, there's money to be found or or they're going to shake me down. I don't even know if anybody listens to this podcast, but I am going to tell you what I am not going to take this anymore. I'm standing up for myself. I'm standing up for the good people of Long Island who don't want this crap in their community. And I got to tell you, this is nonsense and it will not be tolerated, especially by the good folks here. Oh, man, this is bullshit. God damn it. I can't believe this. You got to be You know what? Guy comes back to my house. I, you know what? I got something for his ass. You come back here. God damn mother. You got to be kidding me. This is bullshit. It's almost midnight. You know what? You know what? I'm going to come down there. I'm going to go there and I'm going to give those people a piece of my mind. Let everybody know what the hell is going on with this Aurora Institute. No, you know what? That's it. This all ends tonight. Cut the mics. Cut the fucking mics. been a sick boy wolfgang production thanks for listening